All right, another day, another dollar here in post-pandemic America. And uh, not really in the mood to do one of these, not feeling that great, but with being as high as we are in the charts, top 50 in Canada, rising fast in the UK and Australia, and uh, doing okay here in the US as well, with all these, you know, all these growth opportunities, I don't want to slack. I think the whole world is interested in what we're talking about. And a number of you guys have emailed me and said, you know, you're being vindicated big time by all this stuff that Musk is coming out with. And, uh, you know, I'm not an idiot. I'm not a moron. I, I realize that this is at some level big for uh, my career and for the startup. I know that. I know it's a big deal. But I also don't want to get burnt out. I don't need constant updates from people on something that I was certain of years ago and then had essentially moved on from. And now people are saying that what I experienced was most likely federal gang stalking. Federal gang stalking. So our taxpayer money is apparently used to pester, pester executives at Twitter and other social media companies. The federal bureaucrats pestering social media companies, I'm sure YouTube also, to get people they don't like banned. Absolute violation to the First Amendment. And then when you're banned and you no longer have a voice, they send contractors after you. They send contractors after you to basically break you, to drive you crazy, get you fired from jobs and get you, you know, get you in the crazy house. <laughs> so that's apparently what happened to me as I was targeted. And it, it all kind of makes sense now. I don't want to play the victim here. It's just like six years after covering that story, six years later, I still get people who harass me like clockwork on the internet. I can't post a new thing on my blog without minutes later, literally minutes later, even if I post at 3 a.m. in my underwear, minutes later posts about, this is what you get for covering that misinformation about Podesta. It's not only that they're harassing me, it's that they want me to know that I'm being harassed for my past coverage of Podesta. It's incredible. And eventually you start to wonder, like, this isn't, this isn't just some passionate psycho, right? Nobody would be that boring for six years. This is literally contractors, literally people whose job is to harass the people who know how big child trafficking is in the U.S. And so let's go into it a little bit. Uh, so... Uh, Shiloh, one of my viewers on here, Shiloh, who's a former, former congressional staff, former staff in Congress. And, uh, she responded to my tweet saying, research targeted individuals and you will find your answer. It's done silently because it's the biggest human rights violation since the Holocaust. And again, this is a former congressional staffer who follows me. And she's saying the harassment of people who know about how big the child trafficking is. The harassment of those people is the biggest human rights violation since the Holocaust. So it is apparently happening to a lot of people. Then you have the new Elon Musk Twitter files, the latest batch of the Twitter files. I'm quoting Musk here. This isn't my own opinion. Again, quoting Musk's tweet. Quote, U.S. government agency demanded the suspension of 250,000 accounts including journalists and Canadian officials. 
Now you start to really delve into this stuff. What reason does Uncle Sam have for wanting to ban 250,000 accounts that are not suspected of any crimes, they're not being investigated by law enforcement? Just 250,000 accounts, many of whom are regular people with low follower accounts and with low following numbers, including some journalists and people in the Canadian government. Why would that be so important to Uncle Sam? Well, they silence people who bump up against the child trafficking nightmare. You bump up against this and you put out a tweet saying, you know, oh my God, look at what's going on. Look at how Epstein Island never ended. And you get banned. Total misuse of government resources, to say the least. Absolutely insane. So, uh, let's see here. Yeah, a couple of you guys saying they're amping things up even more. They're digital assaults, as one of you guys called it. Digital assaults on truth-tellers. Again, what reason does the government have to want 250,000 people, who again are not suspected of any criminal activity, to want those people banned from being able to speak online? Let's, let's put this another way. Let's, let's step back for a moment for normies who are listening on the, the live stream. Let's step back here and just kind of parse things from a logic perspective. The world is a fast-paced place. The world is very fast-paced. There's not a lot of care or thought that goes into uh, what people do, right? Your food is mostly fast food. It's made very quickly from farm to processing plant to your McDonald's or Chipotle. It's a very fast process. Nobody's really paying attention. You know what I mean? It's a conveyor belt. You look at our culture, very fast. You no longer wait a long time. After something is produced, someone publishes it on Kindle, or it goes up as you know a prime video series. And the amount of time between an artist creating a movie or a book and you actually viewing that movie or book, it keeps collapsing, right? It keeps getting smaller and smaller. So we're at the point now where some popular authors We'll put out a book and it's available the same day. You can download it the same day they announce it, not a year later after it's done being edited and published and everything, but the same day. So that's where we're at, right? With this level of, of speed, everywhere the economy is speed and everywhere inefficiency, inefficiency is just completely you know, pushed to the margin and then eliminated. Part of the reason why Elon Musk was doing so well before the recent attacks on his uh, reputation. Why he was doing so well is that Tesla had removed a lot of the human, uh, the human friction in the automobile industry, right? All these concerns about unions and the workers need lots of brakes and all this stuff. He doesn't have as many workers as other car companies of the past. His factories are designed for robots. The factories are designed for a robot to be comfortable. Not for a human to be comfortable, right? Some of the parts of the factory aren't even high enough for a person to walk through because a person doesn't need to walk through. A lot of the machining, a lot of the machining to build a Tesla is completely automated. And then you get his vision of, of the, the self-driving. You get his vision of AI driving. That's the future, right? Is it, it's, it doesn't involve people at all. So as a result, there's less room for human error. 
Now you would think, given how fucking efficient we're becoming as a species, with factories that don't even need factory workers, becoming so efficient, and everybody has a smartphone that records in high definition, and you can upload whatever you record to the internet at about 500 megabits per second. You can upload an HD video without really waiting for it to upload, right? It's essentially uploading in real time. So you get this, and there's no room for massive, awkward cover-ups. There's no longer any room for that level of nonsense. And here, now that Musk owns Twitter, and now that he's coming out with all the internal email exchanges and stuff between former executives at this company, former executives at Twitter, you know, previous Twitter, public Twitter, all these people communicating nonstop with the FBI and the CIA and DHS and GEC, which I didn't even know was an agency until this morning, and the Pentagon. And again, the numbers involved, it's not like a handful of bad apples. It's not like they're trying to ban the next Osama bin Laden. 250,000 people, including low-level people in the Canadian government, and just randoms. So what could be the intent for banning that many voices? It's awkward, right? It's awkward and it's taking up too much space. Sorry for my, my burping here. The federal government is actually taking up too much space. All these email exchanges, it amounts to a paper trail, right? There's something ugly about it. It's inelegant. It's awkward. And again, it just takes up people's time and space. As somebody said to me years ago, if all this stuff was happening, wouldn't there be some emails that prove it? And I'm like, you mean the Podesta emails? Wouldn't there be WikiLeaks? And if, if people are so busy, when do they have the time to do this? Exactly. When do they have the time to do this? So what's the intentionality? So Uncle Sam has nothing better to do than banning all these people on Twitter who include sex trafficking victims. That's the other thing that's fucked up, is the crazy overlap between people that Twitter was banning and people who were just sex trafficking victims. People who had no power whatsoever but we're talking about their experience being trafficked by powerful people. We got this one right from day one. And what's so shameful about it is this is where your taxpayer money is going. Your taxpayer money is going for some clown, some clown to write a comment whenever I do a blog post. Your taxpayer money is going to that instead of space exploration or keeping our borders safe or, you know, money for schools, or any reasonable shit you would think is in the interests of humanity. It's become an anti-human government. So the last two years have been covering up child trafficking, and when they're not doing that, trying to get the MRDA shots into all your loved ones, and, and trying to deceive you at a scale that's preposterous. This NFL star the other day, this NFL star had a heart attack on the field, all these articles popping up, there's a one in 200 million chance that he had a heart attack. It's like, are you, do you think we're dumb? Do you think we're that dumb? There's a one in 200 million chance? Well, all the more reason to look into it then. It sounds improbable. So the same odds that guy dropping or the odds of winning the Powerball, basically, that makes no sense. And then it's like, let's forget about that dude altogether. And let's consider all the other celebrities who have had sudden cardiac problems in their 30s or 40s. What changed? What changed, folks? Uh, but yeah, so the U.S. government, after this $1.7 trillion, uh, this recent bill was passed, of that $1.7 trillion or $1,700 billion, 
That's what 1.7 trillion is, right? It's $1,700 billion. Of that, only about 28 billion or 1.6% went to NASA and related space stuff. So all the money we're paying at about 98 point something percent is going to corruption and covering for rich pedophiles and getting the MRNA shot into your family and friends. 98.5% to that, and about 1.5%, 1.6% to exploring our solar system. It's incredible. It's truly galling. I've never seen such corruption before in my life. And of course, it's been gradual. It's not like it started overnight. But definitely, the government seems to do nothing aside from push mRNA shots and cover up credible instances of child abuse. Not your role. I miss the parts of the Constitution where, oh, Uncle Sam can use all your money to cover for pedos. I miss that part. And then to harass people who know about it, or to harass the people who know the truth until they go crazy and seem no longer credible. But Elon Musk is still the richest person in the world as of right now, Wednesday, January 4th. Still the richest person in the world. And he recently interviewed Eliza Blue who's a victim of satanic ritual abuse, or SRA, as it's often called. So this Eliza Blue, victim of satanic ritual abuse and uh, sex trafficking. And he listened to her story, and he said, I believe you. Think about the impact that has on somebody's life. Who, who, she's been called crazy for years. And he says, I believe you. This is just the beginning, folks. This isn't going away, and people have a right to know about all this stuff. Because it's your money paying for it. Your money paying for these people to harass journalists like me and to harass sex trafficking victims like Eliza. That's literally where your money goes. Uh, thank you guys for watching over on the, on the live stream and thank you for all the podcast growth. You're listening to Fulcrum News. Real news from America and around the world. Fulcrumnews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.